Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. We're here. It's We're rolling. It's summer. I can't believe July is halfway done with. Absolutely insane. Just crazy to think about, man. I, this summer's going by too fast. I need to play more golf, and uh, just not, I'm not getting as many rounds in as I want, but uh, I'm still getting some, some play in, which is good. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know, brought to you by Titleist Vokey SM9 Wedges. The Vokey Design SM9 Wedges are a product of superior handcrafted technology, each one an instrument of creative control, created from the most advanced materials, engineered to deliver ideal flight and spin, with grinds designed to release your best wedge play possible. There are many ways to make a wedge, but only one way to make a Vokey. Titleist Vokey Design SM9 Wedges. Superior handcrafted technology. Find yours at Vokey.com. So yeah, check out the Vokies. I've been uh, I've been going through that the my my S my, my SM850 is still in the bag. I got that, that that just like won't go away. It's just such a such a great uh, great wedge. But uh, anyway, hopefully you guys are having a good week. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm having a good one here. It's uh, it's solid. I've got a lot of golf on the horizons. I played Tuesday, uh, subbed in my buddy John's league. Uh, he kind of gave me the last minute uh, text that was like, "Hey man, come play." And I was like, you know. I, Asked my wife. She's so gracious and let me go. I'm going to play uh, tomorrow, Friday, uh, with a guy here in the office. And then I'm going to try to go play Saturday morning early, which uh, I think it's just going to be myself. I don't. Uh, I was hoping uh, one of my, uh, I guess, brothers-in-law uh, would come with me. Uh, unfortunately, he's got uh, some plans, so he can't make it, which is a bummer. But uh, I'll probably get out and play uh, anyway. I've been playing uh, a lot of stuff. And... Uh, yeah, I've been tinkering a good amount, so <laughs> got some uh, some irons running through, trying to figure out what irons are going to be uh, in the bag, and got two just stupid good competitors, and it's going to be really, really close. So excited to see where that kind of goes. Uh, I'm going to go, so I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, try to figure that out, and I think tomorrow, uh, so, so the new irons I've been talking about, um, I didn't know how much I could say about them, and uh, I can tell you that I have them, so I have uh, the brand new Titleist T-Series irons. I went and got fit. Right before the Rocket Mortgage, uh, the Wednesday before the Rocket Mortgage, that was what, uh, the very end of June, uh, I think. It was like the 28th, 29th, something like that, whatever it was. And then uh, got them built and shipped, and they showed up uh, kind of the week after uh, 4th of July. So they, it was quick. It was uh, They got those things in and out really fast. Uh, but I've got uh, a, a really cool combo set. I can't wait to talk about it more, but uh, hit these things uh, really, really well. But I've got basically a T200 four and five iron and then t150 through the rest of the bag and uh, it was really cool going out there getting fit uh, i went over to like uh, the local carl's uh, all the guys from titleist were there doing fittings it was pretty awesome got fit into that combo set uh the t150s uh it, it was kind of interesting because i hit the t100s the 150s i uh, hit the 200s even hit the 300s just to, to hit them uh and it was pretty interesting because i thought you know i'd be teetering between that 150 and 200 uh line but the 150s I was just extremely consistent with, and I was hitting them really solid. So those uh, were it. And then, uh, yeah, I got fit into those, with, and, and the shaft I got put into was a steel fiber 110 uh, in stiff, standard length, standard lie, all that. And so far they've been uh, really, really good. So went out and played my league last week and shot even par 35, uh, <laughs> which was really solid and just struck it well everywhere. Uh, even I didn't even make, make any putts. I mean, I three putted, I three put bogey number three. Uh, I hit, uh, uh, and then I made a bogey on this. Was it 
somewhere else. I made two bogeys. I made a bogey on one. I kind of like hit a wedge thin and got to the back of the green. And I just, I didn't hit a good wedge shot down the hill, but, um, made two birdies, two bogeys and played, uh, played really, really well. So I can't complain there. Uh, but hit those really well. And then, uh, I've got the Vegas, uh, the Vega Mizar tours with the axioms, which are, man, I'm starting to get really comfortable with those. Cause it did take a little bit, uh, with those axioms, as I said on the last show, uh, to get used to, you know, firing the, you know, kind of releasing the club, firing, releasing, you know, trying to hit it left basically. Cause I try to hold off everything cause I snap hook stuff and, and trusting it. And once you do, those things are really, really good. So it's going to be a tough battle uh, here between uh, between irons, and uh, it's going to go go kind of down to the wire. So it'll be interesting. Then I'm going to play uh, the Mizar Tours, or maybe I'll play the T1 T150s again in my league, uh, and then I'll probably play the uh, the Mizar Tours on sa- on on Friday, and then who knows on Saturday what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and forth or something. It's going to be <laughs> tough. I'm going to have to get a lot of rounds in in order to uh, to get uh, get myself dialed in and figure out what's going because then. Beginning of August, I've got uh, the guys trip, uh, the, the, as we call it, the Saragua. Uh, it was named uh, my our big outing, 16 guys. We go up uh, this year. We're going to uh, Shanty Creek, which is uh, which is pretty cool. And we'll go up there and we kind of play a little Ryder Cup style match. I'm one of the captains of the team. Uh, my other co, my, the, the other captain is uh, one of the guys in the in, in the group. Wes, we've both been in. I think the group since 2019. I think this is our fifth year, basically, or fourth year. Um, well, no, it has to be our fifth year, so maybe 18 or something like that. Uh, but either way, uh, we're uh, doing that. So I've got to be dialed in for that because, uh, you know, as much as it's, I mean, it's competitive, but it's also like fun. I mean, you, you have a few beverages, you drive around, but, uh, you got to, you know, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants their name on the trophy and my trophy, my name has been on that trophy, uh, out of four years. I think it's been on there three times. So I think I won the first two years, then lost and then won again last year. So I want to, I want to win as captain. I, I definitely do. So it'll be a lot of fun, but I've got it sub dialed in before there. I mean, even though. I bring two bags down there, two full bags, two full sets, uh, if not two to three drivers <laughs> and maybe an extra driver shaft or two. Uh, I bring all that stuff down with, or up with me. Uh, I typically try to play, you know, somewhat of a, a reasonably reasonable set. We play, we play 36, 36, 18. So 36, 36 is tough to kind of run. I mean, sometimes depending on your tee time, you can run back to the car and make a real a swap or something like that. But usually it's like the next day. So typically what happens is, I'll putt like poorly on like day one, throw the other putter in the bag on two on, on day two, maybe putt a little better. And then Sunday, maybe switch back or something like I'm, I'm just like kind of a head case there. And then if stuff really goes wrong, uh, I will uh, switch up uh, even more stuff. But uh, Shaney's going to be a little uh, it, it's a little tough because unlike some of the resorts in, in northern Michigan, you kind of have to either get shuttled or you have to drive around to the courses. They're not like all uh, like we went last year to Garland to Garland. You basically you know, you're, you're at basically every course is right there. So you just drive over to the start and, and go. So you kind of always meet in a central location so you can, you know, switch out clubs or get lunch or whatever, but, uh, Shani's a little different. So it's, it's going to be a little more difficult to, uh, to switch out, uh, out clubs. So I better be a little more confident in, uh, in what I've been playing, but I'm excited. And, uh, both sets of irons are, are really, really solid. So we'll see how, uh, see how those go. And, uh, I've been doing a bunch of other, uh, tinkering, uh, been messing around. If uh, if anybody knows a good deal on a loft and line bending machine, please let me know. Uh, I'm looking for uh, if somebody's like you know shutting down a shop and needing to uh, get rid of something, let me know. I'm uh, I'm in the market. 
the one I had, I had a Mitchell Digital uh, for a while, and it was actually one of the guys uh, we work with here, and he uh, is kind of putting together his little shop, so he uh, asked for it back, and I was more than a little bummed, but uh, giving it back to him. Uh, a little bummed to, to hand it over, but uh, it's it's all right. So if anybody has a, a, a line on a good one, let me know. Uh, or, you know, something that's decent, that uh, isn't crazy, crazy expensive. Uh, I'm looking uh, to add one back to my uh, my shop, so... That's a little bit of a bummer. One change in the shop that I'm a little bummed about, but it's all right. I will figure something out, uh, you know, to go forward. And then, yeah, we've been uh, hitting some stuff. Been out there hitting a, a bunch of stuff, and most of it, you know, focused on irons. But the one, but a couple other things I've been uh, been messing with as well. And one of them I'm, I've been excited to hit and kind of shocked. It was uh, a little different than I thought it would be. But the first thing I will get into is. Brand new driver shaft uh, that we've been messing with, and it is a brand new shaft from VA Composites, and it is called the Sinister. So the Sinister is the newest shaft from uh, from VA, and it is a low launch, you know, mid low launch, uh, lower spinning shaft, and which is pretty cool because they don't do as much, you know, kind of low launch, low spin stuff as some of the other companies do. Uh, they tend to, uh, you know have stuff that's a little a uh, little higher launching uh, but it's uh, this is you know definitely something a little different and very cool the paint job is uh, kind of a gloss black with a kind of splatter type uh, graphic on it and then on the back side or the upside uh, there's a little like green uh, face on there and uh, it's it's pretty cool the the graphics VA always does an awesome job with graphics the rest of the thing is all just gloss black um, they're doing these in wood shafts and iron shafts. So I do have an iron shaft as well uh, that I'm just putting in a head, uh, gluing up. So I'll be testing that in the future here very shortly. But excited after hitting the driver shaft, I'm excited to hit the uh, the, the, the iron shaft as well. But uh, this bad boy here is, uh, yeah, the Sinister. And it's basically, uh, yeah, they're, they're kind of mid-low launching, uh, low-spin shaft, and they make it in a 55, 65, and 75-gram options. Uh, so you can get basically stiff and uh, a regular stiff X in 65, regular and stiff in 55, and the 75 comes in stiff and X. So, and they play, play, play pretty true to the, uh, their weight. Uh, the 65 X is 66 grams. Uh, and I basically installed, of course, my all fit, uh, adapter in there so I can play it in just about every head. And I think I played this thing in about every head I've got <laughs> just about, uh, maybe not every head, but I've played it in, uh, at least like four ish heads, uh, maybe even five, <laughs> I think I played it in five, um, but first off, the, the graphics on it really cool. I really like the look. Like I said before, I think VA they nail uh, graphics on their shafts. They just do cool stuff, and you know, for some people they're a little busy, and I get it. Uh, but other people, it, uh, it they are not, and it just depends, I guess, on uh, on the person and what your uh, you know what you're into. Uh, me, I think they do a really cool job, and I think uh, the stuff is pretty fun. And you know, in terms of distracting. Uh, when you've got it, you know, like logo down, you see a little bit of green, a little bit of the paint splatter kind of scheme on it, but it's, it's pretty minimal and it's not, uh, not distracting at all. Once you start playing it, it's not a big deal. Um, but have this thing here and basically playing it at 45, 45 inches in just about every head. It changes with all fit. It changes about a quarter of an inch sometimes between, between drivers, but nothing that you really notice. So Looks uh, and everything are really, uh, really, are, are really cool. Really love the 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 look. 
And then uh, getting it out there, it is definitely mid-low launching. Uh, lower launching than I thought. Again, I've hit uh, you know a handful of, uh, of, of VA composite shafts. Always love the feel. They were always a little on you know the higher launching side, which is for me is great. I I, I typically hit a flat ball, so uh, for me that works out really well. Uh, the Sinister is definitely the lowest launching of any of the VA composite stuff I've hit. Uh, now I I've never compared it to like the Regine Black, uh, which I guess is their kind of lower launch, low spin shaft. But uh, compared to the Nemesis, the Regine, Regine 2.0. Um, you know, hitting all those, this thing is definitely the lowest by far, kind of shockingly low. Uh, when I first took it out, I, I think the first round I played with it was at Bella Vista. Uh, and I think I had it in, I'm trying to remember what head I had it in. It might've been TaylorMade Stealth 2 Plus, uh, my custom, uh, the, my, uh, my Stealth 2 Plus that I did. That's like white, gold, and purple. It actually matched the shaft really, really well, which was pretty cool. Uh, but put it in there and, uh, I was just hitting kind of low flat bullets everywhere uh just boring trajectory but never really getting the ball super high but still getting it out there pretty far um and it was super consistent like most vh shafts super super smooth uh you know as even though it's kind of a you know stiffer lower launching shaft still really smooth it actually loads pretty easily uh i would actually you know kind of compare it to something like a a ventus black uh, it's, uh, you know, got a little stiffness to it. The, uh, the tip is section is definitely, uh, uh, stout. And like I said, with that driver, I was just hitting kind of low bullets all day and, uh, and it worked out. I hit a ton of fairways with it. Uh, it was really consistent and I really liked how it flew. I just needed to kind of, you know, go up and loft a little bit. So I basically played it there. I uh, was really happy with how it played. And then I went through, put it in my TSR two head. Uh, I hit it a little bit higher. Um, nothing crazy, but I hit it a little bit higher and, you know, said, okay, it's just kind of going to be low launch. Uh, I then tried it in the Cobra Aerojet LS head, which I kind of knew was going to be a tough one just cause that's a, you know, such a low spin head and it kind of stuff comes out a little flat. Uh, and yeah, it was just uh, too low there. And then just recently I put it in the standard stealth two, uh, 10, five, and I actually turned it up one notch, uh, from there. And that was like kind of the magic sauce. Like that was fun. And so I had to loft up a little bit. I think when you move up in this, it's uh, 0.75. So, you know, if that head was exactly 10.5, we'd be playing about 11 and a quarter uh, degrees. And when I was, you know, had it there, I then, uh, you know, I finally started hitting some really good drives with it. Getting, hitting it high enough, uh, getting a lot of carry out of it. And honestly, really stout took away a lot of the left. I mean, I think, you know, for me, that, that big snap hook when I come over the top and, and you know, kind of hit down on it and hit it left is, is just a scary shot. Uh, I want to say I did that maybe once uh, with this shaft. Everything else was either dead straight to even hitting a couple shots that were kind of fades. When I had it out on Tuesday, uh, I had it out there and I hit a couple shots that I, I wasn't even thinking about the right side of the, the rough or anything like that and hit a couple uh, balls that just, you know, either faded a touch or just started out a little bit right. And this thing really did take away a, a good amount of the left. Uh, miss hits are really stable. Uh, hitting it off the toe, hitting it off the heel. Ball stayed uh, online really, really well. Uh, it, it, you know, did you lose a, a little bit of yardage? Yes, but a lot of that has to do with, you know, striking on the head. Uh, but the consistency of the shaft and keeping it in the fairway or close to it, you know, just in the rough, uh, you know, was, was really, really good. Uh, it's the first shaft in a while, other than maybe like, Ventus TR Black and uh, 
uh, like the Project Act Hazardous Green Smoke or Green Smoke RDX. Uh, that's just you know that those two are just so crazy stiff. They're just not for my game. This is about equivalent in terms of protecting from the left side. It, it just took away a lot of the hook and the draw that I've saw, and, and a lot of balls were straight, uh, and even saw you know a little bit of fade here and there, which with most shafts I haven't seen that uh, in a while. So really, really stable um, and impressive. Uh, once you get the launch right on it, at least for me, I mean, if you're a high ball hitter, you know, and this will bring down the ball, uh, the flight a little bit. That's you know what it's meant for for me, kind of having to add a little bit of loft to the head to get it to uh, to play as well as it did um, was you know like so once I found that it was it was super solid uh, you know all sorts of swings whether you're kind of coming over the top whether you're hitting up on it all that it just produced a consistent flight it just really did uh, you know if if it was the, the stealth two plus head I mean yeah the, the the ball was low whatever i got some run out of it and but it was that shot every time like it was just extremely consistent i would just keep hitting that same drive and then you know once i got into the stealth to standard head cranked up a little bit uh same thing it was just a really boring straight trajectory uh and the nice thing is it was just it kind of pierced through the wind really well uh, even when i you know got the higher loft into it uh, there was zero ballooning, zero rise, zero anything into the wind, cross breeze, whatever. Uh, it, it just the, the ball just kind of ran through that and had no problems uh, uh, staying online through anything. Um, but a really good feeling shaft, uh, really smooth. Uh, you don't get a ton of you know even on miss hits you, you don't get a ton of harsh vibration or anything like that. Uh, but overall, just a really really nice shaft. If you're looking for something mid low. Uh, and I know maybe VA hasn't made a ton of stuff in that category for for you know some players and, and if you're a real high ball high spin type guy, you know maybe you haven't really looked at their stuff because of that. I think now you know with the sinister out there, I think you know it gives you a big big reason to uh, to try out some of their stuff and demo it because it's it's really solid and really consistent. Um, you know I've always been a fan uh, of what they've been doing, and it, it just shows you that uh, you know they can make stuff that. Uh, that holds up for the the bigger hitters. I think, you know, my measly kind of low 100s kind of swing speed, uh, I think, you know, like I said, you know, I think I had to, you know, add some loft. I think the bigger hitters who carry, uh, you know, the higher one, 105 to 110s, whatever, they're going to find this thing extremely playable, extremely smooth. Um, and honestly, for being a, a kind of a mid-low launching shaft uh, and low spin, it had uh, a, a good kind of, you know, like lively feel and impact. I would kind of compare it uh, a lot to kind of a Tensei, uh, Tensei 1K Pro White, you know, kind of had that type of feel to it where you could tell it was stiff, you could tell it was really stable, but it wasn't crazy boardy, harsh in any way like that. Uh, you still feel like it is holding some good ball speed, and it, it played really well. I was really impressed with, uh, with how this thing played, and and, and just how consistent it was and how many kind of fairways I hit with it was, was really, uh, was really kind of shocking. Cause I didn't, uh, I didn't kind of know what to expect when I first got it. I, uh, a buddy of mine, Leaf, he's been playing this for a little bit and he was kind of raving about it. Uh, and then, uh, but he, you know, he hits a higher ball than me and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, once I got it, I kind of didn't know exactly what to expect. You know, you always jump online, you look at all the specs, all that. But uh, out on the course, it definitely launched a little lower than I expected. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, for sure it would go a little lower than a lot of the, you know, TR Blues, TR Red, Mitsubishi 1K Blues, uh, the stuff like that that I've been hitting. I figured it would go a little lower, uh, but it was noticeable. The window was, uh, was definitely different. So uh, a, a really kind of different thing to hit and, and pretty cool and uh, glad I could find 
kind of a head and combo that worked so well with this and like i said going to the stealth two uh standard head and just you know going up a little bit aloft it, it, it made a big big difference and um you know it's something that again i think uh you know if you're a a higher ball hitter and uh looking for something kind of you know to kind of fit that that void uh, i think the sinister is really really solid and i think it offers some really high performance uh for uh you know from VA in, in a category that at least I haven't hit anything from them uh, kind of in this this mid-low to low uh, trajectory category. But really, really good. Uh, I think I already said it as as usual, the, that, that they're really smooth VA feel. They've just, I think all their shafts, they've uh, they've really made stuff that, that feels really, really good throughout the swing. So uh, the brand new Sinister wood shaft, again, this is the 65X that I was hitting. Um, I, I don't have numbers yet. I'm going to get some numbers for it. But, you know, this time of year, I'm just trying to get out the course as much as possible. So, you know, the launch monitor kind of stays down here in the basement and, uh, and I'm out on the course. And to me, going out on the course is where I'm going to find uh, you know, stuff that works and stuff that doesn't because on the range with a launch monitor, sure you can pound balls and you got a hundred balls there and, you know, there's no pressure to hit a shot or anything like that. When you're actually out on the course and, you know, you have one ball and that's it, you're, you're teeing it up, you're hitting one ball and that's, you know, that's the only shot you're, you're hitting for that, uh, you know, unless you lose it, but you know, you've got one shot. Uh, that's when you kind of tell, uh, you know, if something works under the gun and, uh, and it worked really well. So, uh, really, really happy with this thing. The, the sinister, if you go to VA, VA shafts.com, uh, it's got a bunch more info on there, uh, in terms of, you know, what everything is, all the, the weights and flexes and, uh, they make, uh, you know, 85 regular and 95 stiff and a 110 S slash X, uh, iron shaft as well. And I have one of the one tens. It's actually just off camera, uh, here that will be going in uh, ahead shortly. And I'll, I'm pretty excited to hit that. So we'll see. I, I I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little nervous about how high it's going to go. Cause you guys know, I, I don't hit super high, uh, high iron shots. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes, but I'm excited to hit it. And after hitting this, uh, I'm, I'm expecting a lot from it because, uh, the, the wood shaft performed really, really well. So, uh, again, if you're looking for something kind of mid-low launch, uh, with really good feel and, you know, really consistent, uh, I think, you know, VA composites, uh, the sinister is definitely worth taking a look. Uh, it is definitely a, a solid shaft and something that, uh, you know, is, is really, really good from a company that you may not have uh, heard of yet, or, you know, maybe just haven't tried any of their stuff yet because it hasn't been, you know, the, the profile you're looking for or anything like that. But, um, yeah, some really, uh, nice stuff in here, really impressed with it and, uh, definitely check it out. Like I said, vashafts.com and check out the, uh, the, the sinister, uh, S Y N Y S T R, which is kind of cool. They always do a little play on their stuff. And, uh, and, and I always find that pretty cool. So this will here, uh, will definitely be going in some other heads. I actually am going to go, I want to throw it in, um, my PXG gen five, 12 degree head, uh, and see how it plays there. I think that could be really cool to see something that, you know, high launch head really, you know, low launch, lower launching, low spin shaft. Uh, that could be kind of a cool combo as well to see how that plays. So that one will be uh, definitely on the list to play here. Maybe I'll play that tomorrow. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Or today. I'm recording this Wednesday night. So maybe I'll do that uh, uh, tomorrow uh, for the league and uh, and play that. That would be a kind of a cool uh, a cool setup. So maybe I'll try that out. That'll be pretty uh, pretty interesting. So I'm going to tinker around a little more with this bad boy. Uh, it's definitely going to be in the rotation a little bit and uh hit it in a couple more heads a couple more setups and, and and see how it goes but uh but really solid uh you know shaft from va composites really uh really impressed with that uh so far and excited to to hit it a little bit more uh, as as time goes on um the next thing we'll get into is a one that uh, kind of a 
a club that I'm kind of shocked how many people have asked me about uh, lately. I did uh, a usual Instagram, you know, uh, Instagram Q and A uh, that I try to do every week. Did this one though this week on the main Golf WRX uh, channel on Instagram, just because you know not everybody follows me on Club Junkie, and I like to do it on Club Junkie. But every once in a while, like once a month or whatever, uh, I like to jump over on Golf WRX and do one over there too, just because it's it's fun to talk equipment with you guys. Uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram at Club Junkie Pod, uh, and then also if you want to watch this thing on like YouTube, uh, search Golf WRX Radio, and uh, you can find uh, the Club Junkie Podcast on YouTube if you want to see my ugly face and uh see me throw some clubs in front of the camera because that's about all i do so um but doing the uh but doing that q a uh and actually a few other times been asked a lot about the pxg battle ready two putters so the battle ready series is uh previously was the battle ready series was the kind of their highest tech and uh you know most advanced materials technology all that uh line of putters so they have quite a few uh, in the battle ready uh, arena, and of course, uh, I had on the, I had out on the course the battle ready to bat attack. So pretty interesting with these putters. Um, they actually do. Uh, they're actually filled with a material. They're not just solid one piece. Uh, you know, like forged or not forged, but solid one piece milled putters. They actually have a cavity inside uh, that is then filled. Um, with basically this this molded S-core material. So it's injection molded, uh, it's a polymer in there, and it basically allows, uh, it enhances kind of the sound and feel, and then allows them to kind of move some weight uh, around into the head as well. So pretty interesting concept uh, to do that. Now the bat attack, uh, it doesn't have a ton of room for stuff. I think there's going to be some just in the face and on all that. Uh, I know in some of the other models, uh, they are um, kind of throughout the whole... Uh, the whole putter uh, can be filled, some of the big mallets and stuff like that. So very interesting in what they're doing, uh, but took this thing out. I've actually played a lot of this, the, the, the battle-ready bat attack before. I've got uh, one with uh, a Nippon uh, NS Pro shaft in it. I've got one with the N- M16, uh, half graphite, half steel shaft, which is the one that's in this battle-ready too. Um, and I've really liked them. I've actually used them quite a bit. They're they're really heavy heads. I think I have them set up, and they're, you know, I think one of them is like 393 grams. It's got some really heavy weights in it. Uh, and this one here came with twin 10 gram weights in the bottom. I swapped them out for some 17 and a halves. So it's uh, really heavy, just like the uh, my my previous one. Again, it's got the M16 shaft. That's you know half gra- you know three quarters graphite, one quarter steel, maybe a third. Uh, you know, but it's got the steel tip and then the graphite top for more stability there. Uh, and then this one here has the brand new grip, uh, PXG grip as well. So this is the, the straight one grip, which is kind of similar to, you know, a, a, a super stroke in a way where there's no, uh, no taper to it. This is just a straight grip and it's probably the size, you know, I would say in between a 1.0 and a 2.0, it's a little bit bigger than a 1.0. I feel like, uh, in the hands, but not quite as big as the 2.0 maybe, uh, they're, but they've got a good feel to them. They've got this, uh, you know, the X from PXG uh, kind of throughout the, the grip, and uh, they've got a, a decent amount of tack to them. Even when it was hot out, hands were a little sweaty, they uh, they still had uh, a good feel to them. So pretty interesting grips. They're doing a couple others, like a, uh, a couple other shapes, doing a pistol shape as well that does flare out, have a little larger uh, upper hand section, uh, and then tapers down, uh, and then they're doing uh, the straight, and I think a couple sizes, so... Uh, but pretty interesting. They redesigned the uh, the face as well. The face used to have this, you know, the face did have this diamond kind of milling pattern. It's got a 
totally different one now. It's still diamonds uh, on the front, but the diamonds are actually more. Uh, there's more material in between or uh, space in between them. Uh, they used to be a little bit bigger, a little tighter, and there wasn't as much space. This time they're milled in as like true diamonds. So uh, just a little different uh, uh, face there as well. And you know what? Out on the course, it actually the the pyramid face pattern. Uh, and out on the not on the course, it's actually a really nice putter. Uh, it's a little more crisp, uh, a hair louder, a hair firmer uh, to me than the Battle Ready One. So the Bat Attack and Battle Ready One, uh, to me, feels just a little bit quieter and a touch softer uh, than this putter. But when I say that, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, you know, people sit there and I think anytime you say it's a little firmer or whatever, people automatically think, like, oh my gosh, it must just click like crazy and, you know, whatever. It's super harsh. Definitely not. Um, feel and sound is, is, is still really good. Uh, using basically Pro V1X, uh, you do get a little more audible click off it. Uh, nothing bad. It's not harsh in any way. It's just you hear just a touch more. Uh, thankfully, there's no ting or clank or there's nothing really loud and obnoxious. It's just a solid click. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the feel is, again, just a touch firmer. You get a little more, more responsiveness, even though this face has less uh, surface area to contact with the ball, you still get a little bit of firmer feel. At least it feels that way to me uh, on on impact uh, with this putter. The overall shape and everything I really like. It's that Fang style, or as, you know, everybody calls it kind of the Odyssey, the number seven style. Uh, I think PXG does a great job with the shaping of it. It looks really good. It is inverse colored, or not inverse, but it now is silver uh, on the, the main body. The two fangs are still kind of the black tungsten, uh, and then the neck stays black. So it's a little bit more colorful. I think some people would say, oh, it's more distracting. The other one was pretty much all dark gray and black. It doesn't bother me at all, honestly. The the silver looks pretty good. I think it looks pretty good with the black fangs. Uh, I've always been a big fan of just, you know, the, the fangs on there being a way to frame the ball. And, uh, you know, the longer single sight line uh, on there was uh, was 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 really good. So um, overall, I, I really like the look. Sound and feel, I, I actually like. Uh, you know, it was easy to get used to. It took, you know, really nothing. And I, and I wasn't necessarily caught off guard because I first started putting with it down here uh, on my little mat and I could tell you know instantly especially because I had both like I was ready to hit both uh, I could tell instantly it was a touch firmer went back and forth between putters uh, you know you, you could definitely tell a little bit of difference there if you don't have both or you've never rolled the old one I don't know that you'll notice a huge difference and I think honestly the the feel and sound and all that will be probably pretty good to you um you know, if you have an old battle or a battle ready, and you're going to kind of compare it to the newest one, uh, you'll probably notice uh, a slight bit of difference there. Um, you know, this one here, as I said, I, I changed the weights out because it came with 10 gram weights, and the 10 gram weights were a little light. I wanted to go heavy. I play a short putter. This is 33 inches, so put the 17 and a half grams in there, and ultra ultra stable. I mean, all the weights on the outside, you can see the two movable weights are uh, out there in the fangs, and. Uh, this bad boy is, is extremely stable. When you have it down through the stroke, you can just feel that the putter just wants to kind of stay where it is. The M16 shaft uh, is definitely stiffer than a standard steel. Not quite as stiff as, say, you know, LA Golf or, you know, one of the Fujikuras or, you know, even the uh, the KBS uh, GPS. Uh, it's not uh, quite as stiff as that, but still definitely stiffer than a standard steel shaft, you know, that you get in a lot of putters. So you feel like there's a little added stability there. You always feel like you know kind of where the uh, the face is throughout the whole stroke. Um, and then putting with it, 
uh, you know, very, very stable. Miss hits rolled really well. The roll on the ball, the ball came off really, really smooth. Um, I think there is some improvement in the way the ball comes off uh, on this face compared to the old one. I think it comes off a little more forward roll, a little less hop and, and skid. Uh, but I don't didn't notice that it came off fast. Like like with the TP reserves from Taylor made, it felt like the ball was was going faster and going a little farther with the same stroke. This one here, it doesn't feel like there's really any added speed. It just kind of felt like there was a little more consistency coming off the face in, in terms of taking away some of that, that hop and skid and uh, getting some of that forward roll, go, roll going really, uh, really quickly. And even when you kind of miss it, uh, you know, out of the toe, out of the heel, you kind of still get that same really good roll. That roll kind of happens, I wouldn't say anywhere you hit on the face because I didn't hit it far enough out of the toe to really test like way out here. But, uh, but I did uh, miss it. You know, I did get it out there on the toe and on the heel a little bit. And the, that, that roll is just really solid and really smooth throughout the whole, uh, you know, throughout the whole, uh, the whole face. Um, accuracy, when you miss it, really, really good. Uh, you know, this head is now really, really heavy, but it is stable. And when you hit a ball and it's a little off the toe, a little off the heel, it still stays online really, really well. You don't really give up the cup. Uh, if it's something like, you know, a 10-footer, you catch it a little off the heel. Uh, if you give it enough speed, there's a good chance that you may make that putt. If you, I mean, if you read it right. But if you, it's like a flat putt, 10-footer, and you hit it off the, you know, just a little bit off the heel, a little bit off the toe, there's a good chance that your ball is still going to go in uh, as long as you've got enough speed to get it there because the head just doesn't feel like it wants to move, uh, you know, on impact. I, I would say... Very similar to the Odyssey Tri-Hot uh, tri 5K and how stable that feels. Uh, this may not feel quite as stable as that, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, it, it, it really does feel like it's reduced twisting, uh, and it doesn't want to move. And, and no matter where you kind of impact it on the face, uh, that ball is probably going to go straight or pretty close to darn straight of where you aimed. And then it's just a matter of did you hit it firm enough and was there enough speed uh, off the miss hit to get it to the cup? Because if it did... You're, you're probably all right. Uh, if you didn't, well, then it'll come up a little bit short. But uh, the accuracy side of it, uh, really, really good. Um, you know, speed on those miss hits, you, you do lose a little bit. Uh, I noticed, uh, you know, shots on the heel, you, you rarely miss any at all. Uh, it pretty much it, it stays there. I mean, as you get closer to the little, you know, skull on the, on the inside, it, you, you'll start to miss, uh, to lose some distance there. But if you're just a little bit inside heel, that ball's still going to pretty much roll out to where it is when you hit it dead square. Uh, the toe, I noticed that it that would drop off a little bit faster in terms of distance and how far that ball would go. Uh, responsiveness on those shots was really good. Uh, you knew exactly uh, when you missed it, uh, the, the sound would change a little bit. You'd get a little bit more vibration to the hands. You knew when you struck it, you know, not on the center. Um, but overall, just a really, really good putter. Uh, you know, oh, and then the grip. So we got this uh, this new grip, kind of super stroke esque. It's got a a, a foam uh, under or a foam uh, base, and then it's got this uh, uh, material on material on top. It's not crazy tacky, but it's really it, it still is very grippy. You have a, a good grip to it. You don't have to crank down on it or anything. And then uh, when you do have it there, uh, even in those hot days, because when we played, I mean, it's been you know 80s. Uh, and humid. I uh, haven't had any problem. I'm a sweaty guy, and I haven't felt like this is, uh, you know, it's easy to hold on to. I haven't felt like this is uh, tough to hold on to or slick or anything like that. Um, the uh, the grip definitely has uh, um, a little more. I'm trying to think, we'll see where the exactly the uh, the material is because it's uh, it, it's pretty cool. And then they do a few more um, uh, grips as well, so you can uh, 
you know, I want to see exactly how many shapes or whatever that they uh, they make because I think it's I know it's straight one. I think there's a I think there's a straight one, straight two, and then I know there's like a pistol. Uh, you know, so there's yeah, pistol one, two, and three, and then a straight one, two, three, and a straight XL. Uh, so you can get probably pretty big. This is the one and. Honestly, it's it's a little bigger than kind of thought now, knowing that they go up to three and then an XL. Uh, so I mean, that XL's got to be kind of like one of those Superstroke 5.0s, just the the real big guy. Um, but the two is is definitely noticeable. I have a pistol two in a Brandon head, uh, and that one there, I was out putting with it, and that one, uh, like I said, a little more bulge in the in the upper hand, tapers down, uh, still pretty comfortable in the hand. Uh, the straight one, though, the one size, I just really like. I mean, I'm a guy who plays a, a pistol 1.0 uh, in my Betonardi. Uh, this feels just a touch larger uh, to me. Uh, it's got a different shape, I know, but feels just a little bit larger than that. Uh, but it's comfortable in the hands, uh, and it definitely relaxes kind of the wrists and stuff like that. can take away a little bit of that right hand for a guy like me that can get a little yippy under pressure, uh, especially on some shorter, straighter putts. So that part uh, is kind of nice. But I like the feel of it. I think they did a really good job. I think, you know, if you're somebody who plays, you know, that style grip or wants something bigger, I think it's a $10 upcharge for the grip. Uh, that's not bad at all. It's uh, it, it seems to be pretty high quality. It seems to be pretty nice. And the traction on it uh, seems to be pretty solid. The the X pattern and all that that uh, that is on there, uh, a little deeper than some of the Superstroke stuff. Uh, I know that... Uh, you know the the super truck has the new traction traction or uh, the new Zenergy uh, type uh, texture to it. This te texture is just a little bit deeper. You're gonna feel it a little more in the hands. It's gonna feel a hair more rough, uh, but still really comfortable shape. It's it's kind of that uh, rounded uh, shape. It's it's you know kind of I wouldn't say ha uh, a pistol shape, but it's got kind of a flat top and more of a rounded uh, lower hand finger pad section. So uh, pretty comfortable. I, I like that a lot. The two is definitely noticeably larger. Uh, I kind of want to see what that XL is now because it's got to be uh, a, a pretty big monster. But um, these bad boys are, are really nice. They, they're making, just like uh, the standard battle readies before, making uh, quite a few uh, different options, different head shapes. Now you're going to have a handful of uh, mallets and a bunch of blades as well. So if you wanted something that's just, you know, a standard blade, whatever, they're going to make uh, the brand and the closer. And I think both of those have a couple different neck options, uh, much like uh, this uh this uh, bat attack. You can get uh, a plumber's neck. You can get a double bend. Uh, you can get uh, you know a handful of different uh, different necks in these things. So when you go get fit and all that, if you like a head shape and you want a little more toe hang, something like that, uh, you can usually get it uh, in those putters. This one here is the bat attack with the plumber's neck, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can kind of see the toe hang on there. It's pretty minimal, uh, nothing too much. Uh, it, it's you know a little bit away from being uh, phase balanced, but it's got just enough flow there to uh, to change the feel of it a little bit. And you know, as, as a guy who's used the the bat attack before with the same uh, hosel, and also you know playing a little few more blades now, I used to be a a, a face balanced mallet guy. You know, I, I've liked having a little bit of toe hang and a little bit of that toe flow uh, throughout the stroke. But overall. Really impressed with the putter. Uh, I like it. I think it's a it, it's a pretty cool piece. I think PXG did a nice job. They they kept the shapes uh, you know the same, and I putted really well with it. Uh, this was the putter that I had uh, with me when I shot uh, you know at, at league when I shot even par. So I, I can't complain. I didn't I didn't make any crazy putts, uh, but I also didn't miss any. You know I didn't miss anything short. I you know other than one hole that I three putted everything else, uh, and that was only honestly because I was putting uphill and just 
didn't hit it hard enough and just was kind of a, a weakling and didn't get it up the hill high enough and uh, and ended up making a, a three putt on one hole but the rest of it uh, I putted really well with so uh, and I putted really well with the the bad attacks before so this is uh, something that just you know continues to kind of move on and 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 putt well with so overall really impressed with it I think it's cool a lot of milling marks on there and stuff like that uh, these bad boys uh, are not not cheap I think these uh, are basically 389 to start and then if you want to throw in like an m16 shaft and a grip you can add another uh i think the m16 has 90 bucks and then uh, uh one of these uh you know new uh, either pistol or straight grips uh you're going to add another 10 bucks so basically 488 for uh something that's you know truly customized if you keep a standard grip with a steel shaft uh that'd be 389 but a lot of options there uh, to go with, you know, between blades, mallets, all that. So they've got a bunch of different, and then each one has, uh, I think, I don't think, I think each one has, um, its own, uh, what do you call it? Its own uh, options for, uh, for necks. I don't know if any of them have zero options. I think they all have at least a couple neck options. So pretty cool that you can get uh, a head shape that you like uh with a neck that probably hopefully gives you the the correct amount of uh of toe hang that you're looking for so uh, if you go to psg.com check out the uh the battle ready twos uh really good looking putters uh, oh and, uh, and the head cover i think ends up being pretty cool too i know that some people you know the skull thing is played out i think it's kind of cool it's got the kind of dancing 26 skulls on it uh the, the skull with the 26 in the in, in the forehead and again I, I i just forget what exactly that means um, but it's pretty cool to, uh, to see. So, uh, I think it's a pretty cool head cover. It is magnetic, which is always awesome because <laughs> I hate Velcro covers, but this bad boy, uh, is pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, it seems to be pretty well made and, uh, and something a little bit different. So very cool with the battle ready twos. Uh, but I'm, I'll, I'll be putting with this. This thing will be in the rotation, uh, for most of the year. I'm going to have, uh, some fun with that thing. So, um, that's, uh, that's awesome. And then I'm going to do three today. I'm going to do three things because, uh, the final one is going to be a range finder and I know range. Oh boy. So sorry about that. <laughs> that was dropping it on my desk on a keyboard. So, uh, I will try to, uh, go back and maybe edit that part out where I can, uh, uh, maybe not have it so loud against your eardrums. So, um, anyway, so I've got the brand new ShotScope Pro L2. So this is their brand new, um, kind of budget-friendly uh, uh, laser rangefinder uh, that they came out with. Uh, but budget-friendly, meaning it's a inexpensive price, uh, but they're going to load it up on features and quality. Uh, the first thing that I'll talk about, it's got a nice case. Uh, the case is solid, got some good elastic to it, but it's pretty hard. It's got that kind of quick-release uh, little strap on it, so if you have it connected to your you know golf bag or whatever. It's got uh, the carabiner, a carabiner as well as... Uh, an actual uh, like canvas strap that you can uh, put anywhere on your cart, and it fits pretty much anywhere. I've been using the carabiner a lot uh, on my on my bag with my my electric cart, but uh, a pretty solid case. And uh, this is a laser rangefinder that I want to say I want to get it 100 percent right uh, is 150 bucks, 149.99. Um, so pretty inexpensive. Uh, I know uh, some of the colors. I think they make it in two colors: the blue. This blue might be sold out, but they make it in gray as well. But overall, actually, it feels really good. For 150 bucks. it actually feels really solid. Uh, I've felt some of, you know, some more inexpensive 
uh, rangefinders out there, and some of them definitely have kind of that cheaper feel. They're kind of lightweight, kind of feel like they're made out of some flimsy, flimsy plastic. Uh, this one's definitely plastic, but it's got a little rubberized texture uh, through this whole back section where you hold it. Uh, so it fits in the hand pretty nice, and it's, it's not slick or anything like that. Uh, it's got the stuff that you would want, magnet on the side, so you can attach it to the cart. Uh, it's got slope or no slope, so you have the option to turn that on and off. Uh, and it's just a, a quick little switch on there, so you can see kind of a, a, a green little section that you're using slope. You turn it off, and there's nothing there. So uh, a quick little way to turn slope on and off. Single button on the top just to, you know, power it up and, and fire away. And then uh, you have, of course, an adjustable eyepiece to kind of uh, dial in the, uh, the look uh, through it, which is uh, which is nice. I mean, a lot of nice features to have uh, on a you know a unit that costs 150 bucks, which is you know even nowadays. I mean, yes, yeah, some you know you can find some good deals on rangefinders, but 150 bucks is probably one of the cheaper ones uh, out there. So I had it out there comparing it uh, a lot to my Nikon cool shot two stabilized uh i think that's what the full name of it uh, which is a, a one that i love i've used it a lot and yardage wise pretty much spot on the only time uh the, the slope uh you know the change of slope you may see one yard different uh you know where one may you know show take off three yards you know the other one shows take off two or something but it's really really close the one thing i do have to say i like that i didn't even notice with my nikon but i like with this is that the nikon would tell you minus three degrees or plus four degrees or whatever it is or yards sorry it would say plus four yards or minus five yards or whatever just have the yard this one just gives you the yardage slope and non-slope right on the thing so if it says 156 and then with slope it'll say 158 or whatever you know whatever they it's got the full yardage you don't have to do the math in your head which is kind of nice um because that as, as much as i didn't notice that i didn't care it was kind of nice as i was using it to be like Oh, you look at the slope and you're like, oh, it's, it adds, you know, just like three yards or whatever. And you're just like, oh, I don't have to do that math. And I know it's stupid to, you know, you're adding five yard or, you know, adding five to, to six yards to 150, you know, that should be pretty simple math, but it's kind of nice not to have to do it. You know, you can just fire away and, and go, uh, the, the, the jolt on here is really nice. It's got that vibration, that ra rapid fire detection, uh, and that target lock vibration, uh, it actually is pretty strong, so you can kind of feel it when you hit the hit the pin. Uh, it definitely lets you know. It kind of gives you that that good jolt that it's uh, that it's on it. Um, and honestly, the optics are pretty good. They're the magnification 6x, which is just a little bit less than my Nikon. Uh, so it took a little not getting used to, but it was a little different because I was going back and forth between them. Um, and going back and forth, it was kind of weird because like the, it would just look a little bit different. Uh, if you were only to use this, you, you wouldn't even notice. The optics are pretty clear, pretty crisp. Uh, they're a hair darker than my Nikon, not not much. Um, just a hair overall, like the ambi like the whole lighting in there is just a, a, a smidge darker. Bright days, you don't even notice it. On some, you know, if you're playing Twilight or really late in the day, you may notice it a little more. Uh, the the LCD screen is crisp, like the 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 targets and all that are, are, are super easy to see, super easy to, to show. They are black. There's not an option to go to red uh, like I think there is with the Pro LX. Uh, this one here is just straight black, um, which is great. Works really well. Uh, every once in a while, you run into like a really dark background of like trees or woods, uh, especially here in like kind of the Midwest. And, it, and it's a little harder to aim at that point, but that's that's any rangefinder that doesn't have uh, like kind of that red optic or whatever. Uh, but it still looks really good. It's still easy to use. The one button, you just hit it and go. Um, 
and yeah, overall, really, really accurate. Like, like I said, I would, I would go out there and I would shoot both, uh, shoot a flag with both, and the actual yardage that it zapped uh, was within maybe maybe a yard, because uh, that one does fractions of yards, this one doesn't. Uh, so it would basically show you, you know, this would say 131, and that one would say like 138.9 you know, or whatever. I mean, they were all really, really close. And the other nice thing is, uh, from something I've seen people do is, is kind of like, you know, the repetitiveness, how accurate can it be over and over? So I would shoot the flag multiple time. Uh, I actually went out my front yard and was picking out things and just shooting them over and over again between the two, uh, just to see and really consistent with, uh, with yardages. If you shot something and it was 150, you shot it again, it was still 150, you shot it again, it was still 150. Like you weren't getting something where you'd shoot it, it'd be 150, shoot it again, it'd be 148 or whatever. It was always, uh, always that yardage. So um, you know, a, a solid, solid rangefinder. Uh, you know, for uh, for for 150 bucks, uh, the, the you know, there's not much uh, you can say is uh, uh, you know, is 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 you know wrong with it. It's got a little heft to it. It's definitely uh, not you know cheap flim. You know, as I said before, cheap flimsy plastic or something that's super light. You can tell there's not a whole lot in there. This one's you know got a little heft to it, which is nice. It's 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 you know kind of lets you know there's uh, some quality materials and stuff like that. Uh, the only thing I would say, I would, I would love to see the battery uh, uh, case on it or the battery on it uh, be a little bit easier to kind of get. You kind of dig your thumb in to get the battery th- the window open. I do like that they put a little strap in there so the battery doesn't, the, the lid doesn't fall off. You can't really, you can't lose it. And then you can just replace your battery. But it's just a little hard to get at. Um, and I know you're not going to change that much because, you know, you're going to change a battery, you know, maybe once a year or something like that. But uh, the door is a little little clumsy because the, the spot to get your finger butts up right against the lens, the viewing lens. Uh, and it's just, it's a little hard to get in. And I don't even have big fingers. So if you've got really big hands, that could be a little bit of a pain to get in at. Um, but that's about the only uh, thing I can say that, that uh, uh, you know, I would change uh, if I was doing something with this. But overall, the Pro L2... Pro L2 from ShotScope, uh, really, really nice uh, rangefinder for the money. So if you're somebody looking for uh, a rangefinder uh, on a budget but don't want to, you know, get something that's low quality or inaccurate, uh, this bad boy is, uh, is is really, really solid. So, um, yeah, check it out. If you go to ShotScope.com uh, and check out the Pro L2, and uh, it is a, a, a great little rangefinder. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got today got my my three items i know it's usually i do two spoiling you guys but uh that's all i've got hopefully you guys have a great uh, week listen if you're following on uh, uh whatever podcast platform whatever you're listening to please like subscribe follow whatever i mean i would appreciate it i hate asking and doing that corny stuff but please do if you're watching on youtube same thing man if you could subscribe like whatever uh love that stuff uh, i try to comment on all the comments that you guys put in there as well uh, and then also uh, follow me on, uh, on on social at Club Junkie Pod, and, uh, and, and it's always uh, fun. I try to post uh, a decent amount of stuff, but uh, try to post some stuff there. So, anyway, that's all I've got. Hopefully, you guys have a good weekend. Get out, play some golf, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you guys have a great uh, weekend. And we'll uh, we'll talk next week. <laughs>